Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, Lisa the Life Coach. Hello, my loves. How are you? I hope you're having a fantastic day and that your self-coaching is going well and your mind is feeling managed. (laughs) The managed mind is a wonderful thing, but the unmanaged mind is very, very natural, very human, right? So today I wanted to kind of loop back into something similar to what we talked about last week with motivation, and that is that there's kind of similar thought patterns that cause issues with finding your passion. So I think a lot of people, you know, they want to know what their passion is and they feel like they can't find it or they haven't found it. And, you know, part of the struggle there is often thoughts. That's where the struggle comes from, (laughs) is our thoughts. And, you know, it's similar to the motivation because there is a, a common thought that people have that, you know, you're supposed to have this passion, like this thing that you have the feelings of love and excitement about, and it just sparks joy every minute of you doing it, always. And, you know, that's the block that holds a lot of people back because when they start pursuing an interest, you know, having this belief that that our passion is something that we essentially like our relationship, like we fall in love with and we just always love it and it always brings us joy every time we do it. That stops us from actually finding our passion and developing interest because, you know, when we start to find an interest, but we run into something challenging (laughs) or difficult about it. We think, well, this is not our passion, right? Because our passion is something that we can just naturally do and it's always fun. And, you know, we've run into this area where it's it's challenging and, you know, growth can be painful. It can be uncomfortable. And so we're like, this must not be it. And we we move on to something else. But, you know, that that's just a thought. Rarely are you going to find something that you just have a fire and passion about, right, that just never goes out, right, or never goes through normal cyclical ups and downs. You know, if you've ever been in a long-term relationship, right, you know that it's kind of the same. You know, you have that fiery passion in the beginning, but, you know, as time goes on, it's not always like that, right, because thoughts, it's always our thoughts, but you know, you work through those things and you stick through the parts that you don't, you know, love or get as excited about and it builds. And at some point, you know, you built a relationship that feels very solid and fulfills you because it might not always have that, but it's still there because you've done the work and because you've put the time into learning it and getting through those situations. You know, I think that's something that you hear a lot from people who've been in long-term relationships. Like, you know, 20 years, and they talk about the deepening and the changing of their relationship. And not that you can't always have spark. That's something that, you know, again, is a thought, but it's not something that is consistent, (laughs) right? I don't know if any of you have like a religious background, but one of the miracles in the Christian Bible is, you know, a bush that was on fire and didn't burn up. (laughs) And it's kind of the same way with us as people. Like, 
I've never really heard of someone who just gets on fire about something and the fire never changes. It never has to be stoked or have more wood, whatever added to it to keep it going. (laughs) It's just like with thought work. You're not going to learn how to self-coach yourself to be happy every single minute of every day. You can have an underlying belief that, you know, you're going to work through it. It's going to be okay. Sad times come, but you will be happy again and you have things to be grateful and happy about regardless. Absolutely, you get to that point, but you don't get to the point where you just never feel sadness again. So this belief that your passion is something that is always, always exciting and always fun, it's a self-limiting belief. It holds you back from actually developing your interests and creating or finding, which it's both, you find and create a lifelong passion and connection with something. And also understanding that You know, for some people, that is something that changes, right? The things that you're passionate about in your projects, they can change. We also have this idea that you just, again, fall in love with this one thing, and that's what you do for the rest of your life. That's your passion. And some people, they do that. They do find one thing and stick with it. There's no more merit or value to doing that versus having your, you know, something that you're passionate about, you develop, you grow, and then you're like, okay, I would like to try something new. I I have other interests. I may have other passions. And that's okay as well. You know, you don't have to stay with one thing. That can also hold you back from growing and developing in different ways if that's what you want. I remember I have a friend that when we were, gosh, I think it was like fourth grade, he knew he wanted to design buildings and homes. And he even drew me and my other best friend our home. We wanted these like two homes that were separate, but had like connecting underground hallways or whatever, so that we could just get to each other's homes. That's what we wanted in fourth grade. Of course we did. Still sounds pretty awesome. And, you know, he had the talent to draw even then, and and he could draw it. And it was just amazing to me that he could draw that well even then. And he became an architect. That's what he does. He did have that interest even as a child. And, you know, he loved it. And that's what he does. And we have, like, our society kind of creates, like, a romanticism and, and a love for that story of, you know, having that passion that, you know, meets exactly with our talents and, and we fall in love with it and we devote our lives to it. And that is great. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not the only option. <laughs> that's not the most valuable option. You know, having a life of developing different interests and, you know, moving on to a new interest, you know, when you're ready for a change, when you're ready to, you know, maybe grow in a different way, that also has, you know, just as much value if that is what, you know, you become passionate about and that's what you are interested in. You don't have to just be interested in one thing. So just these thoughts when you're, you know, out there so-called searching for your passion, you know, that it's something that you fall in love with and it consumes you and you just naturally click with it. There's never any struggle and you do it for the rest of your life. These thoughts could be among the others. There could be others, thoughts that are holding you back from developing the interests in your life and really finding something that you do connect with. And yes, something that you will also be passionate about, but trying to confine that passion to a box with these shoulds, essentially, you're shooting on your own passion. It's going to limit you and it's going to make you think, well, this is not it. I haven't found it. I'll never find it. And those thoughts are definitely going to stop you. 
So, you know, obviously realizing if you're having those thoughts when you're searching for your passion and you're, you know, changing it or giving up on it when you have any kind of struggle or challenge or, you know, times where it's like, I'm not so much in love with this, you know, (laughs) anymore. Just realizing that and understanding that those are not facts and those thoughts are not true, that's going to help you find that thing you connect with. But what's also helpful, obviously always the thought management, but is, you know, looking at it as looking for a purpose instead of a passion, because passion, that is an emotion, which is controlled by our thoughts. And it is also something that we, you know, have to examine the thoughts and can change and we have to do the work on, you know, and it's good to have, but since it has that more cyclical, you know, design to it, you can also have, you know, the passion within the scope of your purpose. So a purpose then, you know, would include your your passions and your interests, but that's knowing what it is that you want for yourself, the kind of person you want to be, the kind of life you want to create for yourself, for your loved ones, and for the world around you. So, you know, you're looking to understand, you know, who you are and who you want to be and the type of life that you want to live. You want to be the person who would live that type of life and then how your family, your loved ones play into that and then how you can also, you know, serve the world around you with that purpose. So that's what, you know, you want to look for is what do you want in your life and then what interests help you create that life, you know, looking for things that interest you that might maybe produce, you know, monetary support for your family if that's part of that plan, right? Like if you're like, hey, I want to be the breadwinner for my family. I want to, some people want to retire their partner. Like I want to do it. (laughs) I want to have my own business and do it and build this for my family. Okay. That's part of, you know, your purpose is that you want your interests to create financial support. That's what works for you. It could be that, you know, you want to just focus on like building a particular type of home life for your partner or if you have kids or whatever that that might be. And so you're looking for passions like that make that home feel more like the type of home that you want to build. So, you know, you're building your life around, again, who you are and who you want to be and how you want to serve those that you care about and then those even further out in the world. I mean, your passions align with that purpose. So even when you have times where you're like, hey, there's a little funk here, I'm not connecting with my passion, right? You still know that, you know, that interest, you can look at it and say, is this still in alignment with with my purpose, with, with my goals? Okay, yes, it is. Let's look at the thoughts and figure out why I'm not as excited about it. What, you know, what thoughts are not serving me here that I can change and get back on track? And so that gives you guidance for having like a framework to look at your passion and say, you know, hey, is there something that I need to do thought work on here so that I can connect with or Do I need to reevaluate and maybe I have another interest that's going to better serve me and my purpose that I'm after in this life? I know some of you, it's scary, but (laughs) nothing that I teach is all one way and you do it all that way. There's always flexibility in life. That's one of the things that creates anxiety for many of us. 
we want things to be very simple. It's either this way or it's that way. But even your purpose, you can reevaluate it. You don't have to pick a purpose, commit everything to it, never change it. That makes people struggle to find a passion as well or to define the kind of purpose they want to create for their lives is when you have this thought that you're choosing your entire life's course and once you do, it cannot be changed. (laughs) It is now written in stone. And that's not how it works either. And I know that the uncertainty in this, you know, you're scared there because you don't want to give up on something or change something from a place of fear. And that's also true. You don't want to change an interest or a purpose, you know, leave a job, leave a relationship or or anything from a mindset of fear or doubt, you know, or limiting beliefs about yourself and what you're capable of. You're not afraid. You feel like, okay, I see my reasons. I understand the thoughts behind them. And this is, you know, the decision that I want to make. It makes me feel the way I want to feel. And I understand the thoughts, you know, contributing to those feelings. And it's about living intentionally, essentially. You want to not make decisions from emotion or scarcity, but from, you know, a place that is very intentional and understanding of the thoughts that are causing those feelings. And you can always keep your thoughts, right? Even if even if it's causing a negative feeling and you don't like it, if you look at it and you're like, hey, I'm still going to do it, that's completely up to you. But it's still having the awareness of what's going on, of why you're making the decision and what the thoughts are there. So it's not all or nothing and it's not this or that. But look at your thoughts about passion and about your interests and the times that you've given up on them or quit them and why. And see if you have self-limiting beliefs about what a passion is and how that fits into your life. And if you do, then, you know, I encourage you, go back. Go back to those passions and interests that you may have given up on and, you know, look at them again and see if you were trying to hold them to some standard of this flame and fire inside you that never dims at all and that you just are consumed with and throw yourself into and it's just easy. (laughs) That would be great. That would be fantastic. But it's not realistic. We're human beings. We have emotions and they do change and shift. So look at those beliefs and also look at like who you want to be and the life that you want to create. And then, you know, look for interests and passions, but, you know, things that you're interested in that you can develop into passions, right? You don't even have to love it from the start. You can develop an interest and it can become a passion. But look at those things and see how they connect with the purpose, with the life that you want to create for yourself. And if all that seems overwhelming and you have no idea (laughs) where to start or how to do that, that's what I'm here for. That's my job. I'm a coach and I love it. So that's my purpose and many times passion. And, you know, just reach out. We'll do a connection call and talk a bit more about what you've got going on and how I can help you. And then, you know, it'll be up to you to decide if we move forward. But I would love to help you. And I hope that, you know, you really think about this today because I know it can be very, can be a struggle when you feel like you don't have a passion or you don't have a purpose and, you know, you think that you have to. That's another thought. And that everyone else does and feel like you're missing something. So look at those thoughts. Again, they're just thoughts and don't let them hold you back from things that, you know, do interest you and from building the life that you want. All right. I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Have some thoughts about this. (laughs) Feel free to reach out and, you know, connect with me, email me, message me if you have any questions or you want to learn more. 